This is comedian Anthony Rodia, and you're watching the Growing Up Italian Podcast. He was wearing a fucking Celine Dion fucking hoodie. And the guy goes, what are you talking about? I said, yeah, he was wearing a fucking hoodie, Celine. I'm like, oh, great, you're a Celine Dion fan. He goes, you know that's a brand, right? right? And you're wearing the sneakers right so now. So I ended up getting them after the fact. I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, it's like a $900 hoodie. Yeah. I go, it's not a Celine Dion hoodie? He goes, no, you fuck. I was like, Is it, it's I a French up brand, right? Celine's a French brand? Bro, where the fuck were you, like... Last week, you're doing like the hokey pokey or something like that. Line dancing in Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. I was I like, represent for the Italian. I was like, look at this. I walked in. So I used to teach dance when I was 19. I filled in for a hip hop class for like six classes. So I walk in and my buddy's like, yo, how cool is this? I'm like, hold on one second. He goes, what are you doing? I was like, hold on one second. I, go, I think I got this. Like, <laughs> and it's a line dance. It's a different one for every song. And these fuckers are jamming. So one girl comes up. She's like, you're good. Are you Mexican? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, no, I'm Italian. No, you're not. Did you Arriba. go out? No, dude, I fucking, I killed the line. I was doing like nine dances. A little twisted? Or so, man, it's been, it's been a too? long time. Yeah. Well, are we time? rolling? Yeah, we're rolling. Oh, hold on, bro. But, but, but I think I like, I like to can't, jump into it before intros and all that. Chair. <laughs> oh, you want to put your feet up a little bit? No. I, I, if you can fucking hide the fact that my feet don't touch the floor, <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> Rocco, you can vouch. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, look what I'm doing. I'm just going to no, sway my like, What's that show like Mama's Big Couch or whatever? Yo, I feel like I'm at one of those like amusement parks where they have the big chair that you can sit and take a yo, picture in. It's a normal chair. Tread lightly. Mario Bosco sat in that chair. Mario Bosco's feet didn't reach here. <laughs> Mario's a good guy. I know Mario through uh, doing comedy. I just think he sleeps in a sock drawer. Did you Did you like the clips of... Uh... I was dying. When you did the crickets, dude, I was dying. I don't know if that was a joke or him yelling at someone. That wasn't really a joke. Yeah, I didn't understand the joke until... No, I saw your face. You I really didn't joke. understand the joke. Like, I was lost. But then after when I saw it, I was like, oh, you said that. Uh, yeah. I want to thank you for posting people call him a woman. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just laughed because it was... All right, so listen. Matt Mara's a good, good guy. I'm not going to bash him, but I will uh, rap my father out for bashing him. When I first started comedy, I did like my... I think it was my second show at Governor's Comedy Club. And my father came to the show and Mario emceed. <laughs> I'm going to get bashed for this. And my father gets in the truck afterwards. And I go, how'd you like the show? He goes, it was good. You're getting more funny every show I go. It's nice. Everybody laugh. I was like, yeah, what did you think about the other comedians? Good. The woman with the blonde hair. What's your name? A caddy? Caddy? I said, Carrie. Yeah, I don't know why you, your face goes like that when you say Carrie. Hey. Caddy? She was very good. And I like. I, I don't find it funny, but a lot of people like it. The little lesbian girl with the bow tie. <laughs> I go, Mario? What do you mean? Mario, it, it's a guy. Jesus. It's Mario. Yeah, it's Mario. That's not a guy. I said, that's a guy. <laughs> no, you pull my chain. I'm not pulling your chain, Dad. That's a guy. <laughs> Next time chain. he sees Mario, he can't pronounce lesbian. My father gets confused. So he's talking to Mario, and he goes, let me ask you a question. I die. 
you're Lebanese. <laughs> Mary goes, no, I'm Italian. He goes, yeah, I don't care about you being Italian. Am I you Lebanese? He goes, no, I'm Italian. I'm not Lebanese. He goes, no, you nationality. I'm like, dad, he's not from Lebanon. You're trying to say lesbian. Mary goes, lesbian? My fun cool. Dude, my f- I was in tears, bro. It was the dumbest argument I've ever heard in my life. Other than that, he's a good guy, though. You know, other than that, yeah. other than we don't know the whole he is. His I think he's forty-eight. He is forty-something years old. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very persistent. I'll leave it very at that. Persistent. Very persistent. Listen, the podcast. You know, so many people were destroying him, like because yeah. the Italians don't like him and Italian Americans don't. When both of them don't like you, it's crazy. You got to have one of the. Uh, and you know what? I'm glad you brought up the whole thing between Italians and Italian. I can't stand it when something you guys either post something. Or one of the other pages posts something, and you get the authentic, I was born in Italy, Italian. You're not really Italian. Listen, if you have Italian blood flowing through your veins, you're Italian. Like, Italians are supposed to be all about pride, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're not fully first-generation Italian, whatever, why would you knock somebody if if their pride for being Italian is what you want it to be? You know, okay, they might not be able to, you know, pronounce some words. I mean, some people speak Italian, and it hurt. Like, I don't say gabagool, and I don't say mutz, but I'm not going to bash somebody for it. That's that's their thing. My father, I mean, it hurts his ears. But, like, that, I can never figure that out. It's like, you're all about, you know, Italian unity and Italian pride, but people are so quick to bash somebody. Oh, you're a fake Italian. We you got Italian we, blood going through more, your veins. More lately than ever, we actually try to stay away from the, making people fight. Yeah, like we used just, to try to, like, do it to get those comments and stuff. You'll get engagement, but it's yeah. like, you know, you got somebody that was born in Italy. Okay, you're born in Italy. This person's third generation. You still have Italian blood flowing through your veins. Why are you bashing a guy because he can't it speak It happens Italian? all the time. But the so problem... Tonight, you're fake Italian. Yeah. I mean, yeah. listen, we know what fake Italian is, but at least the guy is proud of being Italian. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I, I just I agree with everything you that. said. The problem... You know what it sounds is, like to me that... Anthony really likes selling out his shows, so he's trying to be nice. <laughs> no, dude, listen, I'll call anybody out on their bullshit. There's a lot of guys out there that emphasize their accents. That's to me, it's fake. Well, yeah. in, but fairness, if, you know, in fairness to you, like you stay true to the roots. Like you keep that Italian American, you keep that off the boat Italian comedy in your in your skin. I get shit for that too, though. People- yeah, but that that's why we connect with you so much, and I'm sure a lot of people do. Uh, but what I want to say before is the reason Italians say that is because that's the only thing they have against Italian Americans. That's the yeah. only power they have is saying that you're mm. not real Italian. That's the only thing they have on us because you know they envy the Italian American. I've lifestyle, never, I've never heard of any other nationality doing that. Like, when have you yeah, ever seen like know. a Mexican guy? You know, <laughs> you're not real Mexican. <laughs> like, you've never seen that being called out. Mama's way to a gringo. You know, work as hard as me. You're not real Mexican. I've never heard <laughs> someone say <laughs> that. From the yeah, you might get canceled. Yeah. I don't. I don't think if it was a good idea. This episode doesn't get canceled. <laughs> I don't. It might have not have been the title. If we don't yeah. get canceled, if after we this. don't get, but it's true, dude. You've never seen another nationality do that. I mean, my father will do it. You know, he's like, "Oh, he cannot pronounce the word right." I'm like, yeah. "Do you want me to start labeling all the English words you can't pronounce?" <laughs> I go, "Have you heard yourself say Idaho?" He goes, "Idaho." I go, "What?" He go, "I go, you can't speak English. They can't speak Italian." But I just, I don't like the whole attacking, man. So Listen, wait, do Italians like you? Like, Italians yeah. I mean, listen, I, I'll get once in a while, I'll get somebody that says. I don't like the fact that you're making fun of Italians. And I'm like, well, you don't understand comedy. I'm not making fun of the Italians. I'm sharing 
the similarities of how we were all brought up. Like, I don't like to say my show is Italian anymore. Yes, I'm Italian. My family's Italian. My family's all off the boat. Uh, you know, my parents, my aunts and uncles, my grandparents. So, you know, I've realized over the last four years that it's not just Italians that deal with the stuff we deal with. It's every nationality that, you know, you know, Argentinian, Portuguese, Russia, whatever. If they were born on the other side, they all have that same mentality. But they'll, they'll look at it as me making fun. I'm like, I'm not making fun. I'm just sharing how we were brought up and I'm sharing it in a funny way. You no, know, it's you know? funny when we first started. Um, when you, I remember when you first started doing comedy, that in the beginning, you were doing so much of the Italian stuff on Instagram. Yeah, and then when it came to your shows, you said to me one time, like, "I'm not going to do Italian shows because I'm only going to have Italian speaking people." Like a lot of those Italian comedians, yeah. smaller ones, you bottleneck yourself. Exactly, like they wanted yeah. to do the show like the punchlines in Italian. Right. And like half of the people in the show don't really understand. What's it took me a while to learn that man. Cause I started, you know, I, I was, I was looking, looking out into the crowd and I had nothing but like 65 to 80 year old Italian people. And I'm like, if I don't change this up, my fan base is going to die. Like literally <laughs> they're going to just die. But I also didn't want to just be the Italian comic because yeah, yeah. you bottleneck yourself. So I started, you know, just telling stories and not specifically stating that it was for Italians and, you know, other people started relating and it takes a while, you know, for people to start spreading the word like, oh, you don't have to be Italian to come to a show. You know, you could be whatever. And um, I mean, we labeled, I titled the new tour totally relatable. Because people started coming up to me after my shows, and they're like, yo, dude, your stuff is so relatable. I feel like you're in my house. you know. But it started being told by Portuguese people, Argentinian people, Spanish people. So it's nice to see it relate. Um, it makes me feel you know, good that we weren't the only ones abused because we were even abused. Even for our page, a lot of people have been saying, like, growing up Italian, that they're not Italian, but they... Yeah. You're, when you come from an ethnic culture that... It's similarities, man. I had Puerto Rican friends that got hit 10 times more than me. I think the worst was, uh, you know, when you talk about being disciplined, because kids today, they're not disciplined. Mike, I smack my son on the ass. He looks at me like, like, like I'm stupid. He's like, and then goes right back to doing what he's doing. <laughs> you know, you, what am I going to do? Grab a, a, I got hit with a fucking fig tree in my a backyard. Fig a fig tree. I said something to my father. A I felt a, No, a fucking tree with the bulb on the bottom wrapped in dirt. <laughs> he was planting fig trees, and I said something stupid. And I turned around, and he cracked me right in the back with the whole tree. And he goes, and you better hope that this tree grow. If this tree don't grow now, I'm going to hit you what three times. What is he, times. Thor? <laughs> huh? Dude, what is he, the Italian Thor? Dude, he, he hit me hard, dude. But these kids, they don't, they don't know. But, you know, other, other nationalities, other ethnicities, other cultures, they discipline their kids. I think the worst, I had a Jamaican friend I grew up with. Yo, his mother hit him with a bamboo stick. And I remember being at the I house. I said this with the fruits, remember? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it's called it's in English. Like the vine. Yeah, like gr- like the grapevine. Grape yeah, it's bad. No, this was a full bamboo stick. The only time I've ever seen one was when I, was, I used to take karate as a kid. And she came out and walked in the room and didn't even care that I was there. I remember I was sitting there with a Nintendo joystick in my hand. And I looked up and she came in and she goes, what? And he goes, and she goes, what? And she just kept saying what louder. After the fourth time, she hit him three times on the shoulder. And I remember just sitting there and the first thing that popped in my head was like, oh my God, I don't have it that bad. I just get hit with belts and fig trees. That was a bamboo stick. And that was the worst I've ever seen. It's definitely kids of immigrant parents, I think. Yeah. Right? Like, I think that's the generation that really gets the discipline the the hardest. American kids don't get hit anymore. I mean, I I smacked my daughter on the ass in CVS and, like, some lady, like, jumped up. She was like, well, that's uncalled for. Violence doesn't do anything. I go, that's not violence, miss. 
I go, but if you keep interrupting me as a parent, I'm going to hit you with something. <laughs> you know, she was like all shocked. Oh my God, you struck your child. And my, even my daughter was looking at her like, relax, lady. It's okay. <laughs> I've got pants on. Okay. It could be a lot worse. Yeah. Kids today aren't the same, man. I mean, you see it out there. They don't, they don't listen to anybody. I had a fear. I remember when I used to go out, if I got in trouble, I would rather get arrested than be brought home because my parents found out, like, you know how it was. You didn't want to disrespect your parents out. You know, you were a reflection of your parents and kids today. They don't think like that. Be, being a, a guy that, um, I have to ask this question. Oh, see that you've been through so much, you know, all these shows, seeing all these people. The one thing about Italians that I wanted to bring up specifically on this show to mm -hmm. get your reaction. Do you think we're cheap? hundred <laughs> percent. Was that a hard question? No, because hundred percent. But I feel Italians are cheap with certain things and then not cheap with other things. Uh -huh, yeah. hundred percent. So like, in other words, if I'm doing pavers in my house, right. my neighbor might all of a sudden want to do pavers too. Right. Like and he'll spend the money on Yeah, spend the money on Once I get bargain. Oh, who are you using? Yeah. They talk to your contractor. That's all they want. That's all they want. Who are you using? My Italian guy. <laughs> it's nice. It's a good work. He'll complain about the price, but if yeah. it's for the house, he'll do it. I get people coming after my shows. How much are you shirts? I'm like, $20. Come on. I just spend $60 to watch you live. Yeah, and you laugh the whole time. Shirts are $20. 15. This is not a flea market, dude. It's a shirt. <laughs> I'm not bargaining here. But uh, they're cheap, man. Like, I got uncles that they'll spend $60,000 on a car. Or better yet, 20000 on a hunting trip to go to Africa and shoot giraffes and stuff. Yeah. But they'll go to the store and complain that eggs are $5. I think we're going to piss every demographic of people. It's fine. Episode. It's good. Let's piss people. I like triggering the, people. The vegetarians. 100%. But, but So my father calls me one day, and he goes... Uh, I sent him to the dentist because he's got diabetes and his teeth were falling out. So I was like, why don't you just go for a consultation and see if you can get, you know, fake dentures, like permanent dentures, but fake teeth. So he goes in and uh, the guy calls me, tells me everything. My father calls me and he goes, uh, you know, I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to get teeth because I don't feel comfortable when I come to your show and I smile and the people see my teeth. I want to look good. I want to look handsome. And maybe I find a nice woman. I'm like, all right, because my parents are the only off-the-boat parents that have ever been divorced. His accent got worse. My mother lost hers, and they couldn't communicate with each other. <laughs> so I said, all right, we'll get your teeth done. He goes, but under one condition, I pay for my teeth. You pay for my truck. You take care of me. You help me a lot. I'm a man. I got a beautiful pension and Social Security. I pay for my own teeth. I said, all right, well, it's $11,000. He goes, okay, you pay for it. It would no hurt for you to do something nice for you, father. <laughs> I'm like, that changed quick. He goes, we can make a Christmas gift and a birthday gift combined. I go, well, that, that means I spent 5500 on your gift for both occasions. So they change quick. But I, I think all ethnic people are cheap to a certain extent. My favorite is when you hire somebody for work in your house. And then let's say... Like Sabino said for the pavers, right? I know where this. Then is I going. try and I try and use them too. I'm like, oh, you get try and get the Faison discount. <laughs> yeah. Like, I you got it for seven hundred, whatever. Yeah. Me, Not only that, you'll ask him how much he got. Yeah, it for. you ask him like, oh, yeah. why you? How much? And you, you know what's who the really fucked up person when this guy goes to the contractor? Yo, put an extra dollar for me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> put, put a thousand for me. <laughs> Dude, but how about how about when you get work done? I got work done in my backyard. My father comes and he's like. Who do you work? I said, you don't know him. Uh, this is no straight. I don't think this is a level. I said, it's level, Dad. That's no level. I don't understand. I could have did this for you. I said, All the time. you're a carpenter. 
He goes, but if I watch it, I think myself, I teach myself to do baby. <laughs> I said, you would have been here for nine months. You've got sciatica, you've got gout, and you've got diabetes, and you can't be on your knees long. Anthony, but it was a, it was a chance to spend the time with you, father. <laughs> I said, the backyard's done. Come over, we'll spend time in my finished backyard. <laughs> they could always do shit better. They, they have that mentality, man. It, it's amazing. It they really watch is. everything they do, too. Oh, 100%. A lot's changed since the first time we sat down. I remember you were Dude, working. we were in my garage. Well, that was the first and one. And I hung an Italian flag from shelf <laughs> yeah, to shelf, yeah. and we sat at a picnic table. I was because I was I wasn't trying there to figure out if that was the first one we ever first recorded. First time. It might have been like the second or third time we recorded. No, that was the first time. You came with the mics. It was Dom was in the garage with me. Michelle was in the garage well, I'm with saying, me. I think we might did ourselves one like that. Oh yeah, now we're made. First guest we did like with that, and then the best yeah. was half the video got cut out because that was only like 16 minutes of video, yes. and then like yes. 15 minutes of audio. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you were working at Lexus or something. I Lexus in Greenwich. Yeah, as a as a finance manager. What was that 2018, 2019? 2018. I left 2019. March March 18th, 2019. A lot and, has uh, changed. A, a lot. And I remember when I left, I I quit my job. I was in a meeting 7:30 in the morning, and I cursed the entire company out. We had a meeting with every manager. I cursed the owners out. And they weren't, it wasn't like they were nice people. And I remember I left. It was like eight o'clock. And, uh, you know, I live on Long Island. So I had a long drive. So I stopped at a, a diner and I had pancakes by, by myself. By the way, why do you say on Long Island, not in Long Island? Because it's an island. But I'm not. You're in the island. I'm not no? digging a hole and going in it. I'm fucking on it. I always wondered, like, real I'm not going to say on Brooklyn, though. You know what I mean? Because you're yeah. in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, what's the difference? I don't know. Just sound. I don't know. I get corrected every time. I used to say <laughs> in. And everyone's so like, that's yeah, how on. you can tell you're a real Long Island guy now. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just trying not to get connect- corrected. Well, yes, you're right. That's the yeah. first time I got corrected the opposite yeah, way. Actually, yeah. yeah. That, that makes even more what? sense. Brooklyn's on Long Island. Yeah, because we're part of the island. Well, then you're on Brooklyn again. But it's not in Long Island. It's on Long Island. Yeah. yeah you can't be in an island. You got to be on it. Right? I mean, I always wondered that with the Long Islanders. If you're fishing one day on the ocean, where are you going to go? Yeah, what's up, bro? I'm just in my boat. You're on your boat. <laughs> just like you're on Long well, Island. Well, I was in the cabin. They'd be in the cabin. Then you were taking a shit. You wouldn't answer the phone. <laughs> you were on your boat. Back, do, to, back to what you were saying. I though. used to get corrected all the time. You can't be in Long Island. You have to be on it. On it. I'm like, all right, so now I say on it. Yeah, but that's how you really know you're a Long Islander. No, I'm not. I'm a Westchester guy. Wait, you said I'm a New Westchester guy. I'm, that's Westchester. You guys know anybody? Mind. Oh, New Rochelle. Who's from New Rochelle? That's the county. You might want to open a map, Sabino. <laughs> you know, I've never heard of anybody from New Rochelle besides you and Scram Jones. That's and, I, and Jay Leno. Jay Leno. That's a nice little... Yeah. You look like a combination of both. That's great. <laughs> they, like, I just <laughs> lost weight, and the first thing you're going to do is hit me and say I have a big chin. No. <laughs> I look like a fat chin DJ. I don't understand... <laughs> I mean, Scrams is thin, right? He's still uh, Scram, thin. Scrams, uh... Yeah, so I look... So when you say I look like Scrams and Jay Leno, Jay Leno's great. I'm going to go right to Jay dark, Leno dark, dark, dark and get offended. <laughs> that's it. So now I have gray Yo, hair that, with a big chin. That's another clip right there. Just a two. <laughs> you can't say you look like Scram Jones and Jay Leno. I go right to Jay Leno. That's messed up. What were we talking about? <laughs> so we're talking about the Mount Rushmore of uh, New Rochelle, and if you would be on it. I wouldn't want to be on. That's a lot of stone. <laughs> no, That's a lot me. of stone. So you <laughs> rather you rather hat. say it's a big ass. <laughs> you rather say I'm from New Rochelle than Long Island. I'm from Westchester. Okay. Yeah. People ask me all the time, where do you, where are you from? Westchester. But I thought you live on Long Island. I live there. You asked me where I was from. But I'm from Westchester. Yeah. Long Island. I'm, I just I don't like the the right teams for Long Island. I'm a Yankee fan. You know, they're all Mets. I'm a Ranger fan. They're all Islanders. 
Yeah, makes sense. It sucks, makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I get. Forget it. When I put the 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 Yankee flag outside my house, people drive by, just give me the finger. I'm like, relax, dude. I thought like Long Island would be like 50-50, though. Yeah, you have some even Queens is. Almost but chances are, if somebody's a Yankee fan on Long Island, they were probably originally from Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn or the Bronx. They migrate to Long Island. Can't believe you corrected me. I need me the, the most space. Around. Now you got me. Now I don't know what to say anymore when people ask me. <laughs> no, no, because that's like a big, big thing. Everybody yeah. always says on and. I understand it though. You're on an island. Can't be in it. Can't be in an island unless you burrowed yourself into the ground. I don't know. It's Let me ask you a question. If you're taking a shit, are you on your toilet or in it? You're oh, on it. Hopefully you're not and, in it. Right. What you're doing <laughs> if you're is in, in it. it. You had some Mexican <laughs> burritos. What you're what you're doing is in the toilet. So I think of I I'm gonna get crushed for this because people are gonna take it the wrong way. But when I think of Long Island, I think of my toilet. And I'm on it. Nice. Yeah. You tell me Long Island's a fucking toilet. People, people attack. I mean, I watch. People always go to the uh, like, and you guys got it. You guys got a huge following. Yeah. You could see how people always play both sides. Right? No, but they'll go to the most negative point of view there but, is. But we 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 spoke about this like recently. I think a big thing now with the TikTok culture is people want to have like that top comment. So you want to say something so outrageous? Yeah, they want to get pinned. Yeah, exactly. Not not even pinned, but it's yeah. like one of the top comments. You know, like everybody's gonna go crazy. For I mean, that. I'm doing that now. Like, I'll go to like a comedy page or something, and I'll make a comment, like a funny comment about it. And yeah, I mean, you get followers. I you know, I have some comments. <laughs> I get that guy twenty. Yeah, I mean, I have twenty. Well, that, that's a big trick to growing right there. Well, and a lot of annoying small pages on our page. Like right when we post, they have post notifications. Right. They post like something like comment something wild so it gets like yeah they want engagement to see it yeah i mean listen I, if i see something funny i'll comment and i've had times where i've gotten like twenty five thousand likes and then people will go to my page and i tell everybody this like a couple people reach out to me like how do i get my following up and i'll look at their page i'm like you got nothing but pictures of your dog in your car They're like yeah but you know i want to get followers i'm like you gotta if i go to your page you have to have something on your page to make me stay on your page and follow you yeah. If you got pictures of dogs and cars, and I'm not a dog or car person, whatever I ride a bike. Do, I ride a bike, doing, and I have a cat. If you're out there watching this podcast, do not ask Rocco that question. <laughs> Why? Because he will destroy you. Why? We just went away for uh, our conference, and a lady came up to him and goes, um, "How do I grow my page?" He's like. Maybe you should not do it anymore. <laughs> like, he just destroyed her. Like, everybody stopped. It was like the DJ that record scratched. <laughs> nah, I'm just brutally honest. You know what I mean? <laughs> the best yeah, was she came up to me <laughs> first, and I was like, you know, maybe try this, try that. <laughs> He's my like, cousin, maybe you should quit. <laughs> my, my, I go, well, listen, my cousin runs everything going on the time, posted. Everything you see, he posts he might be the guy you want to answer. How do I grow my page? How long have you had it? Four years. Maybe you should read a book <laughs> and just get off social nah, media. It wasn't that bad. But I, you know, listen, I'm brutally honest. And, so my, and, and I said something to a kid. A young kid came up to me and he was like 20 years old at my show. And he goes, I want to get into comedy. What do you think I should do? And his mother goes, just never give up. And I looked at her. I go, what the hell does that mean? She goes, never give up. As long as you give 150% and you keep trying, you will one day achieve whatever you want. And I said, I hate that saying more than never anything. Never give up? I, I, not never give up. Well, yeah, keep actually, trying, you know what? Keep trying and it'll work. I, I, I hate that saying. Like, I'm going to teach my kids to try to do whatever they want and have that mentality. Like, I tell my kids now, don't ever say you can't do something. Figure out a way to do it. However, if you're talking about comedy or sports or something, I said to the woman, I said, you need talent. 
to do like I'll never become a basketball player. I don't have that natural talent. I'll never become <laughs> Anthony. A, shoot the three. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I'm decent at ball, but I'm not going to be an NBA player. So yes, you have to try. You have to be determined. You have to have drive and hustle. However, you also have to step back after a certain amount of time and think to yourself, yeah, yeah. do I have the talent to do this or am I wasting my time? Yeah. And you have to realize that and be able to call it quits if, you're, if your efforts aren't making you go up, you know, on an uptick, mm-hmm. and you're either this way or you're kind of sinking. So, yes, try anything you want in life, but you have to kind of step back and say, all right. It's like I, have, I see comedians that have been doing it for 20 years, and they're either still open micers or they're still, you know, and they want to be a headliner. I'm like, well, maybe that's where your talent stops as an open micer. Sometimes you know? it's about consistency too. Yeah, but you, you have like to, for us, we've talent. been doing this seven years. I think just now we kind of figured out, okay, this is how we got to do the podcast. This is how we should post. So it took us a while to get to this point. Right. So now I feel we're almost ready to make that. Yeah, but you guys thing. are always analyzing things. You're always changing things. You're always adapting and, and changing your ways and changing what you do. I'm just talking from a talent standpoint. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what like, I mean? I don't think me and Rocco think we could be comedians or... No, we no. We know, we, we know we can't. I mean, I know I can't. Yeah. But I can't I, be a singer. That's not what I want yeah. either. I could, I could take singing lessons for the next seven years. Yeah, and you, I'll never yeah. become a singer. I right. don't have a voice. I don't have the talent. Maybe with auto tune, you, you got a shot. Though. I've tried that. Maybe I, Celine Dion. You know, I've done. I, you wear a Celine Dion hoodie. You could do it. What would your rap I'll tell name you a story be? and just Rodia. embarrass me about it now? <laughs> what? What would your rap name be? My rap name? Lil Rodia. Keto Keto Rodia. DJ Stugatz. Nah, but then you're like a producer though. Yeah. You need like an artist name. Hey, some inspiration. Dude, I have a sound system in my truck. That was yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah. Like, the dude inside that truck, I don't know if anybody heard it at home, but the whole the wall started shaking. That dude is not coming out of his truck with any type of hearing. Yeah. Like, what the hell was that? We're live in Brooklyn, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, um, a rap name? I don't know. Um, Rimambito? Rimbabito. That's been my nickname. Yeah. Rimambito on the Bito. <laughs> yeah. Rimambito Bito? I don't know. I don't know. Right. I don't yeah. know. How, how hard is it being an Italian on keto, though? Why don't you just like blast my business there? Oh, no, because first of all, it's everybody, everybody knows that you're on keto. No, they don't. They do I, now. I know you're on keto because every time we hang out, you're I am. lettuce wraps. No, no. So now, so what happened was I got a little bit of a scare. Uh, like six months ago, I went to the doctor. They did a check on me, and they found out I had a little bit of calcification in one of my arteries. They were like, nothing to be alarmed about now, but if you keep eating like a whale, you know, you're gonna die. I'm like, that's great. So I ended up, you know, as an Italian, I love food. So I had to, I had to f- like figure out a way where I would motivate myself to lose weight. So a buddy of mine, um, they own Villa Barone in Mayapak. They have a boxing night once a year. And they said, why don't you just commit to a fight? Commit to a fight in front of all your fans on your podcast. No way, you're really going to fight? And then you have to train and you have to lose weight. You can't be 217 pounds. Well, are you really sparring? Pounds. You're, you're huh? going to fight somebody? Oh, no sparring. Full, full, I'm the main event, March 23rd. Who are you fighting? No I don't know yet. I have to see what weight I get down to. So I ended up committing. Now, once I commit, I, I can't idea. back up. Is this the first time you broke this news or no? No, I said it on my podcast. Everybody knows that. Uh, so March 23rd, 2023, I'll be at Mayapak. Uh, so I ended up forcing myself. March 23rd? Upper, upper March, Westchester. What is it? March? Putnam County. March 23rd. We're supposed to be in... Uh, might but be in Louisiana. We might be in Louisiana. So, but, I, but it forced me to lose weight. Like I, I'm down 17 pounds. I have another 25 to go. That's <laughs> child abuse. <laughs> Dude, I'm, everybody's joking. I'm training hard. I'm in boxing classes three days a week. I'm eating healthy. So I'm not doing keto keto, 
like I'm not scratching everything out. I do 30 grams of carbs a day, no more, and I drink a ton of water, a lot of protein. 30 I just grams eat of carbs is like it's nothing. nothing. Yeah, it's. Can you imagine you me fighting, fighting Mario Bosco? Honestly, if you if we announce <laughs> if we could announce on the Growing Up Italian podcast today, Anthony Rodia versus Mario Bosco in a no holds barred cage match, dude, that's child fair abuse. Because I could see him like jumping on you, like uh, <laughs> like a spider monkey. <laughs> come on, Ian! Come on, you son of a bitch! Uh, Let me at him! Let me at him! I'm dizzy. I can't see. He'll probably press uh, charges against me. Oh no, but I don't know God. who I'm fighting. I'm going to get down to the... Cer- I want to get down to like 180. What if you see like a tank like ripped and he's ready to go? This guy's been boxing for six years. I'm hoping they don't put me in a ring with someone that's like a complete like 21-0 animal. Yeah, you'd be like a novice. You I'm going to get my like, ass kicked. You know, I mean, listen, I, amateur, I, I really. hope you don't fight Giovanni Scuderi, our friend. Because he's 6'4", 197. He's a freak. He's like a unicorn. No, no, I, I mean, don't want to fight him either. That wouldn't even make sense. I, so w- when I go to Contenders in uh, Armonk, and they had a, a boxer come in, this guy, this guy Giuseppe, and he's like 21 and 1, I think. Big kid. And I'm looking, and my trainer goes, what's the matter? I was like, for the love of God, please tell me I'm not fighting him. He goes, no, he's a professional fighter. I'm like, oh, my God, thank God. I thought he was getting in the ring with me. Like, I've, ta- I've, t- I've took 12 years of karate, but it's definitely different. And when I've learned my respect for boxers now, because I'm in a class Mondays and I spar on Wednesdays. And the class on Mondays is an hour straight, nonstop, hitting the bag, push-ups, conditioning. Dude, it's all conditioning, man. So you're the real-life Italian karate kid? I, I guess. Karate man. Yeah. Karate yeah. takes a lot of discipline. Karate does, but I'm telling you, boxing, the amount of conditioning you need. I did three rounds for three minutes. The footwork's annoying. I, like it's a it lot. is yeah it's a lot of shuffling and stuff like that. Like no, but keep your foot back when you punch. It's that. dude. It's I mean, but little by little you start. Up a little? That shit's squeaking like crazy right now. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I keep hitting and it's going against the wall. You don't hear that? It's like SpongeBob with the shoes. Like a rocket with ADD. I mean, we're having a podcast. He's listening to squeaks. He's sitting on. It's think, me think, though, because I keep moving. No, but I can't picture you like talking shit into a mic because you know how like the weeks before you got like, yeah, I'm gonna knock this bitch out. Like I can't see. You no, that. I'm not a shit talker, but I'm training really, really hard. And we've got like three guys that want to fight. And um, you know, my buddy's like, dude, Anthony's not gonna go in the ring. Like I'm, I don't, I'm a very competitive person. I'm not gonna go in the ring to lose. So he's like, dude, he's got like what I'm gonna do before I fight is I'm gonna spend three solid hours with my kids, and I'm just gonna lose my shit. And make sure they piss me off or do something. <laughs> and yeah, I'm going right in the right ring. Like, I'll have them at the, at the place. I'll hang out with them. I'll step on a bunch of Legos and shit. Something that <laughs> triggers me. And then I'll just hit the ring. But uh, no, I'm not a shit talker. I'm just, you know, I'm not the guy that talk. Because you could talk shit and get your ass kicked. Which has got to be the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Like if you're like, when you get in the ring, I'm beating the shit out of you. All of a sudden, three seconds in, I'm in a fetal position sleeping in the corner. <laughs> so I never want to talk shit, but uh, I'm taking it serious. But it's got it me in air? shape. Is it going to be available to watch or is it only like... We were trying, we're going to still try to live stream it. Um, I just don't know if I want that to happen because if I do get my ass kicked and I have a oh, hundred thousand people, oh my God, I know you. Oh, you've been to my show? No, you would have got, got knocked the fuck out in 10 seconds. <laughs> that might not be the worst thing. Yeah, it's not bad, you know. Um, Yeah, it is definitely worse than that, but I don't know. We're trying to live stream it. I'm going to see no how- There's no such thing as bad publicity. All right, so put it this way. The conditioning, I'm getting way better. I'm, I didn't die today in class. I'm good. Um, I'm getting better with- con- If I feel like I'm really, really prepared, I'll live stream it. If I don't, and it's like a 50-50 chance I'm going to get put to sleep, I'm not live streaming it. That's, that's how I know if I'm going to bet that fight. You got to be like Mayweather. No. You got to pick your opponents. No, I don't want to do that. 
I'm telling you, Mario Bosco's. I might need it. Listen, I might need an ass kiss kicking. Everybody, everybody He's needs it. I can see you yeah. versus Joe Gambino. Ass kissing's phenomenal yeah. too. <laughs> you versus Joe Gambino would be great. Joe's a big dude. Joe's bro. a heavyweight. It's not fair. I'll just run around the whole time. That's it. He ain't listen. David versus Goliath. Joe gets his hands on me. There's gonna be a problem, but I'll never let that happen. I'll just keep running around the ring, and like when he's winded, I'll just bump him on the head, and then just keep running around. How tall is he? He's like six two. Yeah, I'm five six and a half. I mean, it'll it'll look six and a half. That half is big. That half is big. How tall are you? Five eight. What the fuck? You're making it like I, you're I looking down five, on me. Eight and a half. I step on my wallet. I'm the same size as you. <laughs> fucking 5'8". Rocco, stick yeah. up for us, bro. I mean, you and me are, are both in that group. Like, oh, you know. No, no, but listen, we're all in the same group. But no, 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 you're 5'8". Five five you're over. You're, you're over the Italian we're average. Swinging you never right heard Rocco, over six foot. Say Rocco six and I have a lot of stuff. How tall are you? I'm 5'4". Yeah, so that... Oh, my God. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> so that's my brother's height. 5'4 and a half. No, no, but you, you and I still have the same problems. Our feet aren't touching right now, and don't even front. You've been to amusement parks as a grown-ass man, looked at a roller coaster, and was like, I want to ride it. I just don't want to not make it when I get to the height line. Dude, there's been height lines yeah, yeah. that I've watched from, like, oh, like 30 feet away. I'm like, I don't Yo, think I'm fucking making it. I just want to take this moment. I see 8-year-olds, 6'2". I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I got it. I want to take this moment and say we're all short kings here. No, you're five eight. You're above the Italian average. But what? What's the five seven? I think is average. Bro, Italians are tall. They're one of the taller, taller ethnicities. I'm one of the tallest in my family. Really? 100. percent My father's shrinking every year. My <laughs> father told me to get him jeans. He goes, Yo, you go to the store? I said, Yeah. Can you picking me up a couple pair of jeans? I said, Yeah. What kind? Lee. I'm not buying you Lee jeans, Dad. I said, It's 2023. I'm not buying you Lee. Lee oh, Lee jeans. Remember Lee jeans? Oh yeah. yeah. So he ones? goes, He goes, Oh, get me whatever you want. Levi's I said, What? No, just Lee. It was Levi's and then Lee. Yeah, I remember it was like that. the burnt Lee on the on the yeah, tag. Wrangler, that's that 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 brand, the Brett Favre. Who's he Brett Favre? I was gonna say. I, was it Lee Wrangler? I don't know. I don't know. So I said to him, "What size?" My man, <laughs> with a straight face, he goes, 34, 30, 28. <laughs> that's like not thirty or twenty eight. That's what I thought. I said, "What did you say?" Thirty four to the waist, and then I needed thirty twenty eight. I said, why are you giving me two sizes for your length? Because in my right leg, it's a little bit more short than my left. <laughs> Do they make shoes? They don't make pants like that. <laughs> what do you want me to tell them? You have sciatica on your right side, so you need that leg short? So you want me to get you half jean, half capri? Because you're 34, 2 to 28. My right leg, it's a little more short. It's like a ball leg. We it's a ball leg. We need the Lee Biggie Small jeans. Yeah. Dude, and for, 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 like, for months, I thought he was trying to say he wants to go bowling. He goes, in my Anthony, my leg, it's to get it bad. I got it bowling. I go, what? Bowling. I said, you haven't been bowling in years. Go, what the fuck are you talking about? You said bowling. I said bowling. Bowling. I said, oh, you're bow-legged. Oh, all right. Well, that's every Italian. You look like you just got off a horse. Dude, he gave me the sizes. I almost pissed myself. That's classic. I could just imagine when he goes to get like his pants tailored or something. My father don't get pants no? tailored. He still wears a suit from 1985. Really? It's a navy blue polyester suit. And he's got a baby blue one. No, the baby blue one's polyester. The navy blue one is he still He just switches the tops? Switches the tops and ties. That's nice. it. And his tie is always up to here. It never can make the knot. He goes, do the knot. I said, Dad, you shit's a little short. Is you sure this is not a communion tie? I don't think this is an adult tie. <laughs> That's why I wear bow ties. I hate ties. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm a, I'm a bow tie I, I, just, guy. I don't like dressing up, man. That's why I love Me this neither. job. I, don't, yeah. I hate dressing up. Same. I hate, but you know what? You know, a correction. If I got down to my ideal weight of 180, like if I lost another 20 pounds and I became fit and lean, 
you love dressing up when you're lean. When you got this shit going on, you don't you want nothing tight you. on you. I want hoodies. Like, like right now, I'm, I'm getting thinner, but like a couple months, two months ago, if I took off this hoodie, it looked like I was still wearing one. My shit was just layered. <laughs> <laughs> it was just layered. And then the biggest indication that you're getting big, and this also hit me hard. I went to go take a shower, and... I got down to my box of briefs. You couldn't see a piece of deal? No, I can still see it. Dude, you got it. You got it. I can see the tip. But right now, I, I want to get to where I see where it starts. But I went to go take off my box of briefs. And both of you guys are definitely dealing with this shit right now. So don't even act like it's just me. You ever feel your underwear band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your stomach anyway. gets so big, it folds it in half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, mine's like a freaking pepperoni roll. <laughs> Yours is roll. Yeah. Yeah, Savino's just keeps rolling and rolling and rolling. It's like and it's rolling. like one of those rags when you go like this to somebody. That's like the consistency. Yeah. Your band is rolled and your leg part, your your the actual length of it is up to here. You look like you're wearing a Euro yeah. bikini. The best you either gotta go below the bonds or above the bonds. Yeah, you I never missed. How do you go? I can't how do you go, go above, above though? I can't. You gotta tuck it in. Go belly bonds. You gotta right. tuck it in. Then the bottom of your stomach smells like piss. <laughs> you can't do that. Nah, I'm definitely an over guy. I'm an under guy. I'm uh, an over yeah, guy. I can't go above the pot. You, but you, I'll tell you, everybody, everybody out there watching, if you ever want to feel thin, go to Disney. I just got back from Disney with my family. If you're under 250 pounds, you feel like a fitness instructor. <laughs> I've never seen more fat people in my life. That's a and lot of walking there, too, though. That's what I'm saying. You know why? So I figured it out. Because I'm saying to myself, if you told me, and I was like morbidly obese, and you told me, let's go to a place that's hot, humid, and nothing but walking, I'm like, yeah, do you mind? I'm not going. They're all on scooters. Oh, yeah, Every yeah. fat family is they on a scooter. should do like a daily race, like the, the, all the scooters. But you got to see, you got, but here's my problem. You got handicapped people that need them, but you got the Stevenson family where everybody's got like six chins on scooters with a fan. They got a cup holder with their drink and then they're a all rolling around. One cup. Dude, it's insane. And, and the, the funny thing is they stop and they get, I follow them. They stop, they get out and they walk to oh, yeah. I said to one lady, I was like, oh my God. I said, look at this miracle happening in front of our eyes, you lazy fuck. She's like, hey, I need it. I got big ankles. I go, you big ankles. There's a guy with one leg that needs a scooter and he can't because your whole family got six of them. They should make you wear a vest that says lazy family on the back like a biker. <laughs> well, they dad. also trying to skip the lines too. When you go on the ride, if you got the scooter, they, they send you to you the- You can skip it? Yeah, they send you to the faster ride. Don't tell me that. I'll rent the scooter next time. <laughs> I hate waiting on line, dude. You skip the line if you have a scooter? Yeah, they, they put you on the other side. Don't tell me that. So yeah. you get the like the fast pass? Yeah, you get this, this free fast pass. I'm getting scooter. <laughs> I already told my kids we're never going back to Disney. Yo, yeah, I, you know what I haven't seen in a while? Road Rage Wednesday. I have nowhere to go. People ask me. I don't, I don't have a commute anymore on Wednesday. I, I miss it, though. Let, let, me, let me ask yeah. you something. Do you miss the old Rodia? I'm the same Rodia. Well, oh, that <laughs> shit. Well, well, I hate that. You, you, know, want, you want to trigger I, me right I, now? Am I, am I, am I, before, before I said that. Me and Rock are going to be friends after this. <laughs> I said, all right. I'm going to sit down and it's been like three, four years. I think it's some fun stuff to bring up. Mm -hmm. Road Rage Wednesday was one. I'm like, damn. And when he started, he really posted a new video every day. How much shit can you possibly say in a car? <laughs> it's true. It's true. I mean, how many things? I'll come up. So I'm going to start doing once a month, but I, I would literally have to get in the car mm -hmm. and go get stuck in traffic. Like, you I would have to look at... It's kind of I would have to do the happen. opposite. Like, you look at traffic, you're like, oh, I'm going to take a different route. I have to look at traffic and go towards it. Yeah. Like, yo, are you on the LIE? How bad is it? Bad? I'll beat it in five minutes. And then go get stuck in actual traffic. <laughs> so you got to be actually calling the act to have that rage in you. 
To the real rage, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, you've done I'll, it so much, right? I'll do stuff with like my character. I do something fun, like a little funny to do though. Like I catch myself if I'm driving and a Jersey guy, like a Jersey plate cuts me off. My right. fucking Jersey. You definitely like, is there something with plates? Hundred like percent. All right, so all right. let's see. Jersey plate. What do you say? Hundred uh, percent. Jersey plate. I'm gonna go back to the armpit of Jersey. You know, you say you, you say Florida. Uh, I got cut. So it's funny. I got cut off yesterday. Guy, with, I was like, oh my god! I was like, oh, of course you're from Florida. Why don't you go back down there and die? I mean, because of the age. Texas. Texas, I don't get too many. Huh? Maine. Maine. Why don't you go back up there and have a maple Vermont. syrup conglomerate? Same thing with Vermont. Maine. It's always a in a Subaru. Can we say that? <laughs> Probably not. I'm just saying. <laughs> Maine. It's a high high concentration pop a high population concentration. I didn't know why I said that. Uh, it's a high populated area of. And they all drive Subarus. There's one that at... really bothers me. What? It's because they're never in a rush. What? Pennsylvania. I feel Oof. like whenever... Rocco just Pen... did such a professional thing. He goes, we have to stop talking about <laughs> from Maine. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Abort no, mission. We're going to get canceled <laughs> and Subaru drivers. Because there's Subaru drivers right now that are and are going, I drive a Subaru Outback. I'm not a um, People got to laugh. Pennsylvania... They like yeah. have no urgency, no rush. They're always going the speed limit, if not less than you know. 10 it's funny you said that, man. You ever you ever behind someone that's going really slow, and you want to know exactly what time their day starts and what time they left? <laughs> yeah. How you, you going, judge somebody by the how, person? How, how are you going forty five miles an hour in the middle lane? You got nowhere to go right now. You left like an ample time. Like you left at <laughs> seven, and you got to be at work at eleven. You know what's funny? We get in those moods though, where you just want to go nice and easy. Tell me not. No. You're always. I'm on, always in a rush. Bro, you're always zooming. I'm always in a rush. You always have a sports car. I have a sports car and I have a very hickish pickup truck. Like my pickup truck is like truck. A guy like you, professional comedian. Yeah. Is a pickup truck really necessary? Like, what are you putting back? It's an obnoxious pickup truck. I feel like the Rock, (laughs) which is a little smaller. So, and between me and you, do you have to like hop up to get on the? Dude, I gotta count three before I jump out. It's a big truck. It's got a six-inch lift kit on it. You've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Big tires. It's absurd. Right? So when I take it to the gym and I come out of it, and, and other women are walking by, they're like, nice big truck. I'm like, I said to a woman, I said, no, you're thinking. You think I got a little piece of deal? I said, it's not like true. thing, right? Like, yeah, big truck, little piece of deal. Yeah. Not true. I'm going to get a license plate. Big piece. That way, <laughs> like, no one wants to actually, like, connect it to. I think but I'm it's a big piece. They see me get out of the truck. And it's actually comical. Like, they see this big-ass truck, and they see me get out. Yeah, that's why I can never have They do the same truck. thing. They'll, they'll look at me, and I'll go, why? I don't know, because I like to feel tall once in a while. I like to look down on people. It's an obnoxious truck. I got it because it was obnoxious. So you don't go to Home Depot with it. That's what you're saying. No, but I, I, have, I, have, I have a quad. I have a dirt bike. I go oh, hunting. Okay, yeah, okay. You know, now I'm going to get attacked. I'm, you, your, your podcast is going to get attacked by everybody. I guarantee you, though, your dad always asks for you, like a ride with that. Oh, Anthony, my father has a pickup. Oh, he has a pickup? So the first thing I did when I when I started doing really well in comedy, I bought my mom a truck, my dad a truck, my sister a truck, my brother a truck. I got... Damn. No, I was, what about I, me? I felt like I'm Oprah. Rodilla. Haven't seen you in three years, Sabino. <laughs> um, you've, you've outlived your lease. Yeah. <laughs> it's a three-year lease. But uh, no, I got my father a pickup truck and... Uh, was this all one after another or... No, because they, they were all in leases, so I had to wait till they expired. My brother was the last one. He waited patiently. But he actually did well, because by the time I got his, I was really doing well. But my father, typical guinea, I get him the pickup truck, I surprise him with it, right? So he parks his truck in my house. I got him out of that truck. I had them pick up his truck, drop off the new one. Oh, while, while he was in the house. While he was still in the house playing with, 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 with my kids. So he comes out. I said to my daughter, I said, walk no-no outside. 
walks outside. He goes, ah, it's a beautiful day. The truck's over there. He looked at the truck six times, right? It's a beautiful outside. Nice. No, no, look. What I look at? What? Look over there. Ah, oh, where, where I look? Where I look? I go, Dad, you don't realize your truck is no longer parked there? He goes, and it was a ribbon on the pickup truck. He goes, I figure you do something like this, son of a bitch. My, you got all my stuff out of the other truck? <laughs> I said, what do you mean? You got my, my cassettes, my CD? I said, yeah, Dad, I got your Nino D'Angelo CD <laughs> from 1986 out of your truck. You sure? Because if I don't got the CD in the truck, I'm going to get mad. I said, Dad, go enjoy your new truck. All he was worried about was the Nino D'Angelo CD. He had uh, Gigione. He had three albums from Gigione. Uh, sounds like our uncles. He had the rosary beads on the top. Does your dad have Apple Music or no? No. You serious with that? No, because I don't <laughs> want a CD player now. No, so I connected. I got him an Fox. iPhone that's never on. It's always off. I don't know why. Who shuts off their phone all the time? But I got him an Apple iPhone. I, I put a couple an albums. Apple iPhone. Apple iPhone. <laughs> wow, it's an Apple iPhone. <laughs> I got him. What's the matter with him? You know what? He's not the same. It's like saying Samsung Android, dog. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, you're acting way too old right now. I'm talking because I'm talking about my dad. I have to say Apple iPhone. I got him an Apple. Dude, no, we're doing it's like a dad that's trying to flex. We're, like, we're doing yeah. this because we miss him. I have a Apple iPhone. No, you guys got me here to abuse me. I'll take it. So anyway, so I got the Apple iPhone, and I had to put like six albums in it, and I had to star them. Yeah, yeah. So he, he just hits the star, and he plays oh, his music. Okay, but okay. do not, like if he comes out of that app or any he, he'll call me up Anthony so I'm gonna look at the screen right now it says Google it I, how I get out of Google it I said dad you hit the internet no no I'm not on the internet I'm on my phone your phone has the internet how I get back into Hopper Music I said you gotta hit the little red like, he literally has three apps on his phone because if you put any other ones he'll get confused <laughs> I had to push everything to another page you gotta teach yeah. him how to swipe up so he gets yeah, back okay. to the. Yeah. So wait. He wants to be on you Tinder. Bought him, you bought him. <laughs> That's actually to. great. He wants to. Would you. So he has an iPhone just in the car or a switch, like a like one of the flip phones? No, he, he knows like there's steps. Oh, he gets okay. in the car, plugs in the USB. Oh, okay, okay. Puts it on, waits. Can you just then, imagine his routine? Okay, I'm in the car. That's exactly okay. what he does. Put the. Put the, put the exactly what he does. I've heard his routine. He's called me while he did it. Anthony, so I got in the car. I plugged in the little white wire into my phone, my Apple iPhone, because it's an Apple iPhone. He goes, and then I wait, and then nothing happened. I said, Dad, you turn on your phone? My, you smart. You figured it out to one, two, three. You know you, Father. Yeah, I know <laughs> that you would plug in a phone that was off. Yes. Yeah, he goes through the steps all the time. It's like little reminders. It's like uh, when uh, the Wi-Fi doesn't work and all we do is like disconnect it. It's like, yeah. oh my God, you fixed this. It's yeah. like when you go to your non- when you go to Nunnas and you have to put the HDMI cable in. Put it in, you become uh, Albert Einstein. <laughs> yeah, totally. The best thing is just turning it off and on and waiting 60 seconds. Well, how many times do you get that phone call? Yeah. With the remote and stuff? Yeah. My father calls me every day for the remote. He thinks Verizon is out to sabotage him. <laughs> Verizon tried to fuck him, Anthony. <laughs> no, they don't know who you are. The remote control lets you know work. I said they they're not doing anything to your remote. I think they do. I said okay. I don't I don't think they do. I just think you don't know what input five is. They get to input five, they can't get back to input one. And they all watch the same shit. He'll sit there for three hours watching the Weather Channel. Just and you know what's funny? Time. It updates every three hours. So oh, he's so watching the same you... thing. Oh. My father will watch it and look out the window. He'll go. Might just snow. Why they not tell me? Because it updates every three hours. He'll fact check the Weather Channel. <laughs> They're all the same, dude. My father can't spell or read, and his favorite show is Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Figure that out. <laughs> you got to see him playing it. I'm like, Dad, how do you play this? Watch, watch. He got a little pe- piece of paper in front of him, right? Oh, with he, a pen. He actually, people do that. He scores himself. 
Oh, wow. No, no, but it has nothing to do with the game. He'll sit there and go, T! And the guy goes, uh, a T-Pat? Ah, it's one point for you, father. I go, oh, he goes. He thinks like if he guesses the letter that they're guessing, that he gets a point. <laughs> so then the guy goes, I like to buy I like to buy a vowel, Pat. My father goes, oh, Z! I go, I don't think you get a point for that, Dad. I don't think, I don't know what vowel Z is, but it's not a vowel. If it was Y, I may have given you maybe a partial point, because sometimes Y. Sometimes Y, no, that's right. Forget it, man. They're, they're all the same, dude. They love game shows on Weather Channel. Who are, like, some people that you love to watch on uh, TikTok, Instagram, like content creators, I not watch, celebrities? I watch, I watch your whole crew. I mean, you know, I became really close with Nikki Smigs. I uh, love Nikki's videos. Uh, Nikki Cass, sweetheart of a kid, still owes me around the golf though, but I think he's practicing. Yeah. Um, you know, you I got, feel like you, you and Nikki, like the, uh, Pasquale, Zilucia. A lot of people asking for us to make a collab. Yeah, yeah I'd love that. to see that. Actually. That'd be great. I mean, listen, I'll do it. I'm, I'm never going to stop doing the videos, but I, I've been blessed where my comedy has gotten. See, I was up against a little wall when I made the characters. My fans became so in love with my characters that my characters I almost overshadowed me. And then I had to become funnier than my cat. If you come to my show and you don't laugh more than you laugh at my videos, then you're going to stay home. I can't bring you back. Yeah. And once you turn somebody off like that, they never come back. So the videos I've kind of slowed down with, but I would still do it with Nikki. I would do like a collab yeah, with him. I was going to say, that's why I said the old Rodia. I missed the Zilogy. Uh, you know, it's, it's Stop saying old Rodia, dude. I've never <laughs> changed. I'm just, I've just become busy with, with the shows. And people say that all the time. Your schedule Yo, is you crazy. Changed. Like when I look at your Instagram, I'm like, this guy is always somewhere. Every weekend. The only weekends God I took bless, off. That's a good thing. Oh, nah. dude, I pinch myself every day. You, you built yourself up enough where you don't have to necessarily I do I built that. myself up in my you know? basement. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, everybody doubted me. Everybody told me I was nuts for doing it, but... It you all know. started with the scrubbing in the shower, you know, the Italian, the Italian shower, shower video. Yeah, that that right. became big, but uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I, I tell, I, I'll still do the videos. I'll never go away with them. But uh, yeah, your whole crew, dude. You, you know, you got Meals by Cooge, um, you got uh, Joe Gambino. I, I watch it, dude. That Joe. dude's a scary dude, man. <laughs> I would not want to be want trapped in the corner with him. <laughs> no, you got you got Mo. Um, I get Mo gets mad because when I see him, I call him Mark. I think he went to school with my wife. Yeah. Um, but you know, you got Mo, you got all the, all those guys. You watch Middle Village too. Yeah, Middle yeah, Village, Queens. But, uh, yeah, I watch, I do, I, I, listen, when I'm on the road, when I'm on the plane, I, you got nothing to do but scroll. So I watch well, all the internet videos. internet works on the plane? Yeah, I got Wi-Fi. You pay, you pay for it. Cause. You're trying to call me booty? No, no, no. <laughs> it's $9.95. <laughs> all right, so. No, cause like, I fly, text, text work, but not. I, I fly first class and I give it to you on Delta. No, no, I'm, I'm not. That's a motivation for us. No, it's not mo stop, stop. You want to book me? I want first class. I over fly here. <laughs> first class because I like to get on the plane and get the hell off the plane. Yeah, I don't yeah. like being trapped behind seven kids yeah. in seat 28, and I like to no, just first, go. Once you go first class, you can't go back. Can't, dude. It's like I took my daughter to Disney on ice. I sat her on the ice as a three-year-old. She could never go. She went with her row. friends two rows back. She was like, oh, my God, we were so far, Daddy. I go, you two rows back, but I want to be on the ice. I go, you bougie little shit. Dude, I'm ruining them. Like, I take them to a hotel that has one bedroom with a living room. We go to Montauk, and Montauk only has small hotel yeah. rooms. We walk in. She goes, this is cute, but why are the beds in the living room, Dad? I go, there is no living room. This is your bedroom, you little bougie shit. Yeah, but I mean, listen, I, I here's the thing. I, when you do well in life, you like to enjoy yourself. I break my ass, dude. I, I only have maybe five weekends off a year. So, yes, I like to enjoy myself. I hate 
when people say, like, if I take a video of me in first class and you could tell, I don't announce it, but if you could tell that there's a wall in front of me, they'll go, must be nice. Or if they see me driving with a new car, must be nice. Yeah, it is. As I took a video of him in a new car. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, people always say that. It must be nice. It is nice. It is nice to work hard, break your ass, support your family, give them a great life, and be able to enjoy yourself. Amen. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, day, nobody should ever be ashamed of working hard, being successful, and, and, and enjoying life. And the one thing with success that bothers me, and especially with the Italian community, Italians preach unity all the time. We're the, most, com- we're the most competitive people in the world, but with each other. Like, if you guys are successful... I don't hate on you for your success. It's very hard to be happy for someone's success and and not kind of, you know, almost shame them for it. Like, you know, just because you guys are successful doesn't mean I can't be. There's room for two more than one yeah. person. And with Italians, like I come from a huge Italian family. My grandfather, I think, is one of 15. A lot of brothers. The brothers could have easily started a business, a monster landscape business or a construction yeah. business. Instead, they all did their own thing and they all competed and they all you know, kind of envied this one for having that and then, you know, kind of like envied this one. And Italians, I think, that's the downside of Italians. We're very competitive with our own kind instead of working more together. Like, I praise people for having, like, you know, everyone's like, oh, dude, Sebastian's last special. Did you like it? I go, no, but I'm still a big fan of his. I just didn't think it was as good. Oh, dude, if he falls off the the, the pedestal, that's room for you. Like, why can't we both be on a pedestal? Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't, I don't, ever not wish somebody success and I think it's hard to do if your success level is not where you want it to be to be happy for somebody else and Italians were not good at that you know I get ants all the time my aunt, so I caught I caught my aunt on the ring camera you did you did like a bunch of talking shit talking shit she came to my house we just did the backyard right I did the whole backyard (laughs) pavers I've heard this story pavers pool and everything and she comes down she goes this is beautiful my you guys went they always insult in between she goes this is nice. I mean, you guys went a little overboard, but it's a beautiful. I would not do all this. This is too much. You're not even going to enjoy it, but it's a beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> I go inside. She's on the ring camera. I fuck a show off. Look at this. A pool. Fuck a hot tub. But this guy got Did a big ass all of a sudden. Yes. Yeah. I go, why are you talking shit? I'm not talking shit. I said, I got you on the ring camera. You cannot believe these things. <laughs> they, they make these things to get people in trouble. It's a camera. I have you recorded. Now, Anthony, you do this video. You put the video on the computer. You play around with the sound. You make me say this shit. I want to go. I want to go. I'm like, all right. All right, you can That's go. That's the last I... time you saw Zia got mad. Like. They don't even talk to me anymore, half <laughs> yeah. my family. They don't. Yeah. I go, what's up, Zia? I'm not talking to you. Why, so you could use me on stage? No. I don't say nothing. I'm like, all right. Plead the fifth. I don't blame them, though. What are you going to do? Do you I... have a routine to, like, before you try new jokes... Do you still go to like the little shows to try things out or you just know what's going to hit and what's not going to hit? I'm so glad you asked that question because I get people in the business telling me that I'm nuts. I'll do like uh, like Naples. I just got back from Naples and we had six, uh, seven sold out shows and I tried new material on a sold out show. Like I, I performed in Boston. I remember Boston. We had 1,500 people and I'm backstage writing and uh, my buddy Richie was like, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to try some new stuff. He goes, this show? I said, why not? He goes, what if it's not good? I go, I shouldn't be doing comedy. I said, I'm going to try it out. And thank God it, it hit hard. But I'd rather try new material in, a, in one of my big shows than to try them out in little shows. And if they, you know, if they don't get the laugh, like I don't want you giggling at my show. I, I try to make your stomach hurt. So yeah. if I don't get that explosion of laughter of a new bit, I'll move so on to the next. How often do you think you do like a new show? I'll never do the same show twice. No? Uh, you might hear 10 minutes of new stuff. Like the new tour. 
you probably you'll probably hear if you came to see me in December and then you came to see me now, you'll hear probably forty five minutes of new stuff. Wow, that's yeah. Crazy. But I'm I'm always writing. Like last like in Naples. I wrote 15 minutes of new stuff, and then I carried that over for all uh, for uh, Syracuse. The la- this weekend, we just got back from Syracuse, and I used 15, 20 minutes. You know, I, I'll, I'll talk about things going on in the news and stuff like that. But I'm, I'm addicted to writing. That's how you bring people back, man. You got some comedians that, and don't get me wrong, I have the respect for all these guys that have been doing it for 20, 30 years. I got lucky. I had social media that I utilized, and I was literally, I've never opened for anybody I've always, I mean, like yeah, when I was you, in my twenties. When you first started, you really put like your money where your mouth is. Like you, you booked have your own show. Yeah, like you booked the venue yourself. You better. It's not you, cheap. I, I bet on myself. Not, not, nobody. I never seen anybody do it the way you. Listen, have. man. You, I, I tell everybody the only person that's gonna have the amount of confidence in you is yourself. No one's gonna have the same confidence as you're gonna have. No one's gonna bet on you more than you'll bet on yourself. And if you can't bet on yourself, then you shouldn't be doing what you really love doing. Because if, if if you truly think you're going to make it, bet on yourself. You know, so I rented out a theater of 450 people, and I sold tickets one by one. I went to everybody I knew. I went to customers that came into my job, and I, I, I sold it out. And, I mean, those tickets were $20 a piece, but I bet on myself. I always see that you're performing in Florida. Like, I that's Florida, the number man. one spot for you. Yeah, and I'm Florida. like, the reason why I brought it up is I, I could imagine you, like, living there, or at least... Like half the time. So it's weird, man. I always told myself I was a true New Yorker, but New York is not the same, man. It's, it, I don't know, you know, I don't want to get into politics, but the crime is up. People's attitude, like you go down to Florida, dude, everybody for the most part is happy because the way, the, the quality of life down there, you know, is, is just better. I mean, yeah, okay, you have humidity, but you don't have to shovel humidity. You know, I don't want to jinx it. I mean, knock on wood, we haven't really got big snow. I go outside, it's a blizzard. But uh, no, I like Florida, man. And and you got to understand the reason why is because during the pandemic, that's the only place I was really able to go and perform. You know, I think it has to do with that. It's always warm, too. Yeah, but they they didn't shut stuff down like New York. New York, you know, I mean, you you have a business and you got you got the shop downstairs. I mean. You guys were, you know, everybody was like kind of handcuffed. It was was slow. Yeah, of course it was slow. So Florida was like really the only place I was able to go and perform. And people from New York and the Northeast would yell at me because they thought Florida was like the, you know, the epicenter of COVID. They were like, oh, you better not bring anything back from Florida, you piece of shit. I'm like, what, a bag of oranges and freedom? How do you want your freedom served? You know, so Florida, Florida, it is what it is, man. You know what I hate about New York now? The speed cameras are ridiculous. I get a ticket at least once a week. Are there a lot in Long Island? No. I feel like in Queens, Queens yeah. yeah. Long Island's pretty good with their... their they, they'll well, have speed, They'll have like the speedometers. Yeah, to, they'll to put the you. camera when you get off the exit. I just yeah, went yeah, 55, yeah. 60 miles an hour. You want me to go down to 20? Yeah, yeah. Right. right <laughs> I don't understand. This, this yeah. exit here, I just got one the other day and it was like, damn, I forgot about that one. Yeah. But what, what? they take the picture over 30? I think 35. 30, but... It's 11 miles per hour to speed them. So it's 25, okay. 36. So you got to go from like, if you're, listen, if the speed limit is 55, I'm driving 70. So I got to go from 70 to 35 miles an hour as soon as I get off the head. To me, that's stopping short. It's unsafe. That car would be nice in Florida. That car, yeah. Yeah, I love that car. Keep bringing up my car. What's the the best? You're making me sound like a bougie bastard. If you had to pick somewhere to live in Florida, where would you pick? Naples. You like the old people there? Like the old people, there. yeah, wow. he's an old soul, you know. No, no, I apologize for the Floridians that are watching this. You know why? Because you know Naples, like, my dad wanted to buy a car. I'm like, with the old people, what am I gonna do? I that? can't, so Naples is better for family. There's yeah. not every part of Naples is old. Um, but then if I went to the east coast, I like Jupiter, 
I like West all, Palm. All the way up, up yeah, there. I like Pompano, Lighthouse Point. I like those areas. I love Lauderdale, but I wouldn't raise my kids in Lauderdale. because it's, it's too crazy? It's too nuts. Yeah, you want something quiet. But it's funny you it said about... too much action in Lauderdale? To raise kids, yeah, man. My kids are young. They're seven and three. So I w- Naples is great for kids. Uh, but yeah, if I'm going to go to the East Coast, I would go North. But it's funny you said about Naples. Let me tell you something. Those old people... They come to all the shows. Not only like my 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 crowd is definitely mixed now. Like what's what I love is that now I'm starting to see eighteen year olds and eighty year olds. I literally have three generations coming to my show, all yeah, laughing at the same stuff. Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, no, yeah, and then word of mouth. You know, parents come home, they laugh. The kids are like, "What did you laugh at?" Oh, you got to come to the show. Yeah. It'll remind you of your grandparents. And uh, in Naples, man, you have these women that are like sixty five to seventy five, and they literally came up with the name Cougar because of them. I got attacked. Ready to risk it Publix, all? huh? They're ready to risk it all. Did you say Dude, you got attacked at Publix? I got attacked at Publix supermarket. Oh, like, you getting a pub sub? Well, no, I wasn't getting. I'm on the keto, bro. I don't do pub subs. So I was, <laughs> I was, I was online. Oh, you a quarter pound of honey turkey. I was online at the deli. Yeah, I was, I was actually getting turkey. That's crazy. You just said that I was getting a quarter pound of honey turkey. Anthony, now, I know you, bro. No, no. Now I feel like you were behind me. <laughs> now I'm nervous. And a lady comes up to me. She goes, "Hey, how you doing? I'm coming to see you Saturday night." I go, "What's up? How you doing?" She goes, "Good." I said. A little feisty, huh? She goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> Is it Stifler's mom? Stifler's mom. Yo, dude, it resembled her. <laughs> so she goes, how old are you? Just out of curiosity. I go, 42. She goes, oh, I got years on you. I go, what are you, 74? She goes, how did you know that? I just got these done. I yeah. said, because you got turkey neck. Oh, my She's God. like, what? I go, you got turkey neck. If the wind hits it, I said, it jiggles. She goes, yeah, keep making fun. She goes, if I see you Saturday night after the show, you better be careful. You don't even know what I would do to you. I go, what would you do to me? Yo, in the middle of public, she goes, these teeth come out. I go, oh my God. I go, Yo, honestly, that would, I go, what? I'll be curious with that one. <laughs> I go, what? I said to her, flat Curiosity out. Dude, I had my boy with me. He goes, oh my God. I go, let me tell you something, sweetheart. I got two young kids. I haven't been late in six weeks. You keep talking like that, you're gonna need a you're gonna need a hip replacement. I'll tear your back out right here in public. <laughs> You'll go from public to urgent care. Don't fuck with me. Don't talk dirty to me. She's like, oh, you're feisty. I'll see you Saturday. I was like, don't bring your teeth. <laughs> don't bring your teeth. <laughs> Feels better. Feels better. What's they're feisty, Give us some man. like um the craziest stories from a show. Um uh, I had a sold out show at the uh I think it was Parks Casino. Uh I think they hosted in close to Philly. And it was like 1,500 people. And uh, meet and greet. I do a meet and greet after every show. And um, You charge a little extra, right? No? No, no. no. So meet and greets at theaters, I do charge now. It's $30. But you get a package. You get a signed picture, yeah. 8x10. You get a keychain of my characters. I have to do it at theaters because if not, I'll be there for four hours. Comedy clubs, I don't charge. It's open to everybody because it's more of an intimate setting. The last time I saw you, I think it was in uh, New Rochelle. It was, it was white plant. Why do you say it like that? It's New Rochelle. New Rochelle. New Rochelle. <laughs> New Rochelle. We, you actually. New Rochelle makes my finocchio come out. New Rochelle. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? No, but you were uh, talking very masculine. New you were Sabino until you said it. You're like, New yeah. Rochelle. Nah, you're like, I remember, I remember like the last tough, time you know? I saw you was at New Rochelle and you were performing. It was white plains. It was white plains. <laughs> But after the show, you you said hello to everybody. It's like 300 yeah. people waiting. Every person. Goomba Johnny asks me all the time. He's like, you don't get tired of this? And I said, and people ask me, you don't get tired of sitting after the show, after doing an hour on stage, which is mentally exhausting, you sit here for another two hours shaking everyone's hand and taking pictures. And, I, and my answer is always the same. Those people pay my bills. 
Yeah. If my right. kids have a good life, if my family has a good life, Michelle has a good life, I'm able to help my, my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother, it's because of these people. These people pay my bills. So I will never, I tell everybody, you see me out, stop me to say hello. Don't think you're bothering me because at the end of the day, without those people that I stop and say hi to, I, I don't have a job. Very but true. what was your question? Because you keep, uh, was a crazy you keep asking questions and then going to something else yeah, before yeah, I can yeah, answer yeah. it. I don't know if, if my answer is boring. You're like... Yeah. Huh, All right, so, yeah. All right, so the no, last like time the I saw you was New Rochelle, and <laughs> the craziest uh, story at a show. I it, I wouldn't like, say it sounded like a cougar or something like that. Nothing. Oh, dude, I've had I've had women like show up in my hotel room. Yeah, like not in the room or on the room. Is it on the room? Anybody want to correct me on that? that? Is it that on is the room or in the room? In the room. No, I I had somebody like wait for me at the hotel at the bar. Yeah, and she was like, "Hey, how are you? I just wanted to get a picture." I'm like, "This is 12 miles from the venue. You drove here to get a picture. That's weird." But I, I don't know if this is, is this qualifies as crazy. This is just how how people's brain works. This is what aggravates me. It was a sold out show, fifteen hundred people standing ovation after the show. It was one of my best sets. And a woman comes up to me, waits for the entire meet and greet to end, comes up to me and goes, "Hi." I go, "Hey." She goes, "I was at your show." I go, "Obviously." She goes, "I didn't like it." I go, "Okay." She goes, "It was offensive." Mm, yeah, some some of it. She goes, "You're not funny." I go, 1,499 people stood up. You don't like it. You think it's them? She goes, I will never come see you again. I said, can you do me a favor? Can you tell all your friends not to come see me either? Because if they're friends with you, they're exactly like you. I don't need your people. And she goes, you're never going to make it in this business. I walked away. Did she give you a reason? No. She just, you know, because my shit is honest, man. I don't care what I talk about. I'm going to talk honestly. I'm not going to bite my tongue. If you come to my show, picture you being in my living room. You came to my house to listen to me talk. It's not like I, I knocked on your door and I was like, hey, what's up? I'm going to do comedy in your, in your house right now. Yeah. So you came to my house. Exactly. If you don't understand comedy, move along. And it just made me think, like, some of these people, their mentality. Like, how, how entitled do you feel that you don't give a shit about all the people that enjoyed that show? You didn't like it and you have to tell me that I shouldn't do comedy anymore. And what really, get, like, and a lot of people ask me all the time, why do you comment back when people leave negative comments? Like, I was not... just going to bring that up, that he, you are the king of clapbacks. Oh, dude. Like, especially on Facebook, for some reason. Facebook, I had to be patient. My, my agent told me, you have to have enough fans where when you do clap back at somebody, your fans will see that and then back you up. But you have to be patient. And I waited like two or three years. I, was, I bit my tongue. And I'll, if somebody goes, you're not funny, you suck. I'll snap back at them. And the reason for that is, you got to see the emails I get. I get 500 to 1,000 emails every week. And it's people that, you know, I get people coming up to me at my shows thanking me for what I did for them during COVID. Because COVID, I made 90 videos 90 days in a row when no one had anything to laugh at. Yeah. I get people. That's, that's when you grew like the most too. Oh yeah, COVID, 100%. But I get, like I had a woman come up to me. Her husband used to watch my videos with her. He passed away. And my videos keep her remembering him. And she came up to me crying in tears. And I said, you see what you just did? You're the reason why I get pissed when people can't find something funny and find it, make it a point to say it. Because you don't know how strongly someone needs comedy. If you look at comedy, comedy should be used as an escape from reality. So if you're going through something, if you're terminally ill, somebody in your family is ill, you're using that comedy, whether it's a minute video or an hour show, to forget about what you're going through and to laugh. There's no better feeling than laughing. I've never seen somebody laugh in a bad mood. So there are so many people out there, my fans, that use my comedy as an escape from reality, and it makes me feel amazing. I never knew how strong comedy could be. So you get a jackass that says, this shit ain't funny, you should stop doing comedy. Dude, go screw yourself. Well, why are you even following me? 
And I see the same person leave those comments. And I'm like, you're still following me? After three years, you're still following me, but you're I suck. Talking shit. Yeah. It's like, dude, people don't understand what comedy is. Comedy is subjective. You might laugh at something that me and Rocco yeah, might not yeah, laugh yeah. at, and vice versa. Him and I might die, and you might sit there and just stare at us. Respect the fact that you're not going to find everything I do funny. You're not going to like everything I say. Enjoy what you like and scroll past the shit you don't like. Speaking of which, now you got to give us a nice joke. A nice joke. Make well, us laugh, Anthony. Well, it depends. I mean, do you guys want to get canceled? Well, it'll nah. be you that gets canceled. <laughs> I can that. No, I'm not getting canceled, dude. All right, so I'll give you. Uh, let's see, give nice a, joke. Give me a do, safe do a one. PG-13 joke. Give us a safe one first. No, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you a, a PG-13 one, and then I'll give you a really good one that I like—a short one. All right. Um, you want like an ethnic one, like uh, an Italian make, one? I think sure it's only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you don't laugh. Okay? All right. Because you can guess in trouble. If you say something crazy and we laugh, it doesn't look good for so us. Just keep the camera on me. Okay. I'll laugh at myself. Right there. All right, so because it's growing up Italians, I'll give you the Italian joke. Um, husband and wife, 80 years old. They go to the doctor. She's going for a checkup. And she goes in the room. The husband waits in the, in the waiting room. And the doctor goes, hey, what's going on? How, how are you? I'm a good doctor. Good, good, good. Yeah, have you changed your diet recently? Yeah, I eat a lot more vegetables. No more pasta every day. All right, now, I know you're 80 years old, and I have to ask this. Do you and your husband at this age still have intercourse? And she goes, uh, I don't know. And he goes, you don't know? No, I don't know. I got to ask. Hold on, Hushpet. Goes outside in the waiting room, six ahead. I goes, Giuseppe, the doctor want to know. We still have intercourse? He said, no, we changed it last week. A blue cross and blue shield. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic. And then I'll give you a, 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 an attachment to that. So he dies. She becomes a widow. She's dating another Italian guy. Maron. At 80 years old? She's 80 years old. Yeah. So they see each other for a couple of weeks. They have sex for the first time. I don't know, 80? After they have sex, he rolls over. She rolls over. He goes, I want to apologize. So she goes, for what? If I knew, if I had an idea, after all these years, 80-something years old, you were still a virgin, I would have kept a little more easy. I would have not do too hard. She was a virgin? Oh, no, I'm, I apologize. I thought at your age, you pitch deal, it's no work, so I never take off of my pantyhose. That's why. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have to hit you with, a, with an edgy high. one. That's I have to high. hit you with an edgy one. I said it before, Rocco liked it, so he has to laugh now. What do you call four Mexicans in quicksand? Cuatro Cinco. It's probably one of my favorite. Sabina, you laughed. I didn't even look at you, and you laughed. <laughs> That's Chad Ocho Cinco's cousin. <laughs> You're getting canceled by all the Mexican fans. What's next for you, That's Ant? What do you, what do you see uh, the next five years going for you? Uh, well, the special is going to happen this year, I think. Ooh. Yeah, it's going to be. I'm, and, I, you huge. know, I waited. Did you I, film it yet? The, not yet, no. I have the venue where we're going to do it. So I was, I was getting pressured by a lot of my fans to just kind of follow, like, Andrew Schultz, his footsteps. I love, I love, love Andrew. Yeah. And, you know, he, a perfect example, I'm betting on yourself. Netflix wanted him to kind of cut stuff out. He said, screw you, I'm doing my own thing. And he put it on YouTube. I know he sold it privately and blew up. Andrew has that amount of he fans to do it. He a lot of... Um, What's uh, improv? No, uh, Patreon. Like he, he, kills, has his, he has kills it on Patreon. But he's got millions of fans. He Chris, could do Chris D too. Yeah, Chris DeStefano. You know, that's another guy to bet on himself, and he does Patreon. But uh, I didn't want to put my own special out on YouTube. I wanted to be, you know, known enough or have enough recognition where you know someone like a Netflix or a Peacock or a Hulu will reach out to me and say, "Hey, we want to give you a special." You know, and plus, that's how you become nationwide. So, um, you know, we've been reached out by a couple people, and I think this year it's finally going to happen. Uh, once that happens, I don't know, sky's nice the limit. Nice knowing man. you, bro. 
Huh? It was nice knowing you. Dude, I'll... You, <laughs> I have a feeling nah, Eddie's going to be the only guy to pull up for a podcast on a helicopter. Like, <laughs> he's just going to parachute out of the sky. <laughs> I got two words for you that is the reason why I will never get on a helicopter. Kobe Bryant? Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I'm not scary. doing it. I don't like going... Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, you're in Niagara Falls. You should do the helicopter over the waterfall. I'm like, no, I'll die of natural causes. Thanks. I don't need to, you know, kind of make it easier. But uh, no, listen, I, I've said this. There's comedy clubs that I've done that gave me the respect when I started and didn't try to scam me on money or tell me I brought a certain amount of people and I didn't bring, you know, I brought more. And I told them, they were like, oh, we're never going to see you again. And I'll go back. Like, my thing is, if you... if you, you had governors all the time. Yeah, governors was the first comedy club to ever put me on a stage. So my thing is, if you showed me the respect when I was building my name, why am I not going to be loyal to you after I've built my name? You, you know said what I mean? we're on your list. You yeah. remember your list? Yeah, I remember my list. What, you think I was bullshit when You're I said like it? like Arya Stark. You watch Game of Thrones? I've watched that. I haven't watched the whole entire Aria thing. Arya has a list of people she wants to kill. You, you know, have like my a list, list of people that are down from day one. Right? Yeah, you, remember? you didn't sound like you were going in that direction. <laughs> no, that's the metaphor you use? That's the example? Yeah. Like what the list was? Was it Billy Madison? The <laughs> yeah. guy had the list of Dave, oh, what is it? Oh, yeah. Buscemi yeah. had the list where he was like, he had people he was going to kill. He's sitting there putting the lipstick list. on. Yeah, yeah. You could have came up with a way better example than that. No, because I remember one time you're like, Got you guys on the list. Don't worry. I have a list. I make sure we're. I also bad. have a bad list. I have a list of comedy you clubs. I'll never. I'll never perform at oh again. They either. So you're saying you have a naughty and a nice list. I'm like Santa Claus. Forget Arya Stark. You're Santa. Yeah, Claus. exactly. Santa Claus is better. But yeah, listen. I have comedy clubs that either screwed me over, talk shit about me behind my back, or just flat out disrespected me when I was starting out, and I'll never perform there again. There's one comedy club I won't mention a name. The guy goes, "You'll never perform anywhere around here ever again." I said, "Okay." So a fan was at a show in, in Jersey. I'll, I'll give that much. It's Jersey. Takes a picture of my picture on a wall. I just so happened to be having a show in Atlantic City the next night, but I was going down a night early, and this comedy club was on the way. What wasn't South Jersey. It was North Jersey. Was it wasn't planned to go there? No, no. So she takes a picture of my picture on the wall, and she goes, when are you performing here again, right? In some place in North Jersey. So I go, wow, they have my picture on the wall. And the guy said, I'm never performing there again. So I end up, I go, That's kind of weird. Like, you know what? We're going to make a pit stop. So I'm on my way to Atlantic City. I didn't have the show that night. I had it the next night. So I had a little time. And I pull in front and I walk upstairs. Show's going on. I walk upstairs. A couple people notice me. They're like, oh my God, Anthony right there. I was like, hey, what's up? I walk right up to my picture. I took it off the wall and I left. And the lady was like, what are you doing? I said, I'm not performing here again. So they shouldn't have my picture on the wall. It's false advertisement. You're the petty king. I love. I am the petty king. I can get very petty. Yeah. You might be better than me. Why? You're petty? Yeah. I do some stupid shit sometimes. I'm like a little kid. You know, I don't think I'll ever grow up, man. But I, I don't like that. Why have my picture on the wall if I'm never going to be there again to show why, people? Why don't you, like, sign it? You should have signed it instead. No. I I, didn't, I wanted to smash it and then go on stage and do a speech about it, but I kind of bit my tongue. But, yeah, I can get petty. I can get real petty sometimes. It's not a, it's not a good quality. Are you proud of it? Sometimes. Yeah. You are? When I do something fire like that, I get proud. <laughs> Petty fire? Yeah. Petty, All right. Fire Rocco's petty. sitting there going, I don't know. Yeah. Rocco's like, what the hell is up with this? Like, I'm going to play it safe. No, we haven't had Anthony safe. on for a long time. This is probably the longest. This is, we're getting close to the longest episode ever, but it's only right. Yeah, um, I guess. I have a this problem. This is a grown up Italian show. I have the same problem getting off stage, so it's, it's, it's kind of suitable. People love that, though, right? Yeah. They get more than what they pay for. Oh, they get what they pay for. Yeah, 100%. More than what they pay for, just the right More than what they pay for. If I pay cash, are the tickets cheaper? No. 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 Same price no matter You cannot what? pay cash. Yeah, are we going to do the thing? We, yeah, we're going to do, do it right now. Which one? 
Uh, overrated. Yes, underrated, please. I see everybody doing that, and no one. I'm like, I want to. I want to fill in on well, that. I've been saving this one. Don't do food because I'm on keto. No, exactly. No, you're gonna. You're no every, fun with everything. Food. Is overrated eat, right eat, now. Eat your chicken Money meatballs. Gotti, overrated lasagna. Overrated. Eat your chicken meatballs. Yeah. Oh, are you done? Yeah. yeah that was actually good. Real We're gonna good. talk about comedians. All right. That's. that's I don't know if you're ready topic. for that. I'm ready. I'm honest. Overrated, underrated, perfectly rated. All right. Dave Chappelle. Perfectly rated. You don't think underrated? Hell no. Just seen him live in uh, Lauderdale at the Hard Rock and met him backstage. Hell of a guy and perfect. My man killed it. Is he the GOAT? He, I don't think there's a greatest of all time when it comes to comedy. Because, it should be though. Mm, there's Michael Jordan. Yeah, but you, but that's stats. That's, that's you know, th- th- those but are Michael stats. Michael Jordan's the greatest and it's not about stats. No, it's except a, championships. It's it's a mixture. It's stats. It's personality. It's sportsmanship. That, but how you? you I don't think you can only have a one greatest of all time comedian because then you have George Carlin, which was amazing. You got Richard Pryor, which was amazing. I think this generation's goat. Yes, he's that. that because like the Chappelle show was the craziest thing I've ever watched. Do you watch the Chappelle show now? I I mean, Chappelle he, says like you shouldn't watch it though. Like you said it multiple times, don't support him. No, we'll support the, support the everything. show because not paying him. I grew up on guys like Andrew Dice Clay, George Carlin, Rodney Dangerfield, uh, Don Rickles. That's comedy, man. If you could just set aside your feelings. Problem is people look at comedy and they they take it as an attack. Oh, my God, you're attacking people. No, it's just, it's, it's bull. Like, remember when we were able to break balls? Yeah. Now it's like you know it's I like can't. bullying. You you if you are if you're in my family and no one's breaking your balls, that secretly means nobody in the family likes you. Yeah, if true. nobody met, like you could walk into a family party of mine if you have like skin tight. Like my cousin came in with skin tight pants. The family attacked him. I, I can see a piece of there through your pants. <laughs> I look like it's cold outside. What's your matter? It's ball breaking. But I think Chappelle is perfectly rated because Chappelle is doing something where he's allowed. See, I couldn't do what he's doing. I can't go off. The, the, you know, like, I can't really push the envelope because he's looking down at comedy. He's on the top. Yeah, he's the top he's on that top. mountain. I'm still climbing that mountain, yeah. but uh, perfectly rated. Yeah. Gabriel Iglesias. Overrated. Whoa. Yeah. Gabriel's a nice guy. How dare you talk about Fluffy like that? He's a nice guy. Uh, he's funny, but I just think that, I mean, he's got a big fan base. Me personally, um, Rocco's quiet right now, but he agreed with me, but he's not agreeing with me right now. Yeah, no, I, mean, I don't see it at all. No, you're yeah, all oh, now all of a sudden, welcome, Rocco. Well, hey, How you doing? You want to jump? I don't know, right. Just making me jump in the fire, but right, Rocco's right. like, mm, okay, you want to go with this? All right. <laughs> I, 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 I was just here. thinking like, we're going to get all these views and you're going to be no, and, but, but listen, people will think he's hysterical. That's what comedy is. That's why comedy is subjective. I personally think he's overrated. He's I, one I, of my favorites. I think he was funnier. I never seen him live though. But see, but but his I had to see him live. His comedy is different than what I like. I like edgy. I like some dark humor. He's very he plays it safe. Yeah, you know, so it's safe comedy. But he's listen. You can't fault. I hate when someone goes. His he, voices are incredible. Too. His voices are great. But I hate when someone goes like, for instance, Jerry Seinfeld, not funny. Yeah, you don't build that kind of career. By not being funny. Right. You're funny to enough people where you're able to be successful. And Gabriel has a hell of a career. I mean, the guy's crushing it. I just find, to me personally, he's overrated. Yeah, I mean, I agree. You can't tell me a story about opening a door and then every time you say opening door. Yeah. Like, I don't care. That, that, to me, that... Yeah, you, know, it's like, you don't make that sound you when you walk, Gabriel. You're too big to make that sound. <laughs> you know, or dum, dum, yeah. dum. <laughs> Kevin Hart. Underrated. I don't think he gets enough... Is Kevin Hart a, a short king like us? Yeah, Kevin Hart's shorter than me. 
Is he? Yeah. I just he's I saw 4'11 him. Four eleven today? No, four eleven. Right. He's, I mean, he's, like, he's my height. He's my height. Yeah, no. He's like, he's like you can't even say height. I told my brother this. If you're under five six, you can't you can't say height. You can say he's size. He's my shortness. He's my size. <laughs> he's my, he's my, my size. size. You can't say you don't qualify for height, Rock. <laughs> right. right. you know, five six and a half. Yeah, that half is big, dude. <laughs> my feet, like right now, my heels touching got, barely. <laughs> I'm like these are big chairs. That's what. That's another thing short people do when they sit on a chair. They go, what how far it? back is this chair? It's normal. It's standard. <laughs> how short are your legs? Um, no, but uh, Kevin Hart. I just saw him live at Levity Live before he went on this big new tour. Um, so I saw him years ago. Then I saw his special. Killed it. He had the special during COVID, where um, you know he did it in his living room. I thought it was horrible. I didn't think it was good. I think he kind of tiptoed around comedy a little bit to play it safe, and then he went back. To what he's like really I don't think he, I think he gets more respect as a movie star that's what I was just gonna not say not respect I, as a comedian I say Kevin Hart as a comedian is overrated but as an actor he's amazing see I think he's a better comedian yeah, he's a better me actor too. I think I agree he Dude. is acting so funny but what started him is his, his stand up so you can't you can't say I mean he's a great actor but see his acting I feel like he's like the rock and it's funny because they're really good friends I feel like if you think of every Kevin Hart movie and every rock movie yeah, they're, they're great together. No, no, but not only, tell me, you take Black Adam, you take uh, uh, Jumanji. Jumanji, Jumanji, you take um, the the movie with the earthquakes. Um, I forgot what it's called too. But yeah. There's a couple I gotta catch up. On. And then take all Kevin Hart's movies. The part they play is almost exact, exactly the same. They almost play the exact same part in every in movie. Every movie. Yeah, 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 that's why I like his comedy better. But he's, I mean, dude, his his facial expressions. His 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 the way he speaks, his delivery, man. I I, I think he's on point. I don't think he gets enough credit for stand up comedy. Yeah. Should I say the next guy? Or you you wanna... could say it. Everybody compares me to him because we're both Italian. Sebastian Maniscalco. I big fan of Sebastian. Um, I'm gonna say something. That everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, you're hating on him." I'm a huge fan of his. His last special, I got 32 minutes in and I turned it off. And I'm not the only one because I've read the comments. I think the tuxedo. The, ne- ne- the Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. I okay. think the tuxedo ruined it. When you come out in a tuxedo. Comedy's supposed to be nice and loose and like live, like his mannerisms and shit. That, you know what you were saying, his movements and stuff. Come out in a tuxedo; it's very stiff, and I don't think he moved around a lot. I think his delivery was off, and um, maybe he had a wedding after. No, because yeah. he said he did that on purpose because he brought it back to the Rat Pack of like uh, you know um, Frank Sinatra and, and Sammy Davis Jr. So I don't think his his last one was the best, but in his defense. My man is the top of the comedy world right now. He's the highest paid comedian right now, currently. He's the highest paid? Yeah, gross-wise. It's not easy. I think it's easier to get to the top than it is to stay there. So when you're up there, your expectations as a fan are so high that if you don't deliver and meet those expectations, you're going to fall. So in his defense, it's not easy to do that, but I just don't think his comedy special had the same energy as his last ones. the, The rating. Huh? The rating. Oh, the rating? Yeah, you avoided that whole thing. Are we basing it off that last special? Yeah. Overrated. No, oh, no, no. We're basing it on as a whole. Um, Wait, are you as good as your last special? Is that a comedy thing? Like a comedian thing? I'm, I try to be funnier than I was my last show. So I try to be funnier so, than I was yesterday. So you're going to say based on his last overrated? Overrated. But as a whole... Perfectly right. I, I don't think he's been as funny We're as he was. Trying to help you, Anthony. <laughs> no, I'm still. I'm gonna always be a big fan of his. I'm not that type of person. Like people stop being fans of Will Smith after what he did. I'm still a fan of Will Smith. People aren't perfect. So, like I so said, you it's think it's okay that he smacked Chris Rock? No, 100 percent wrong. That was a bitch move, and I think his wife put him up to it. 
which anybody that's married knows that happens all the time. Yeah. He laughed before Say she Say something to him. Yeah. It's, he, my man was laughing yeah, the entire was, time. He, was, yeah. he looked at his wife. He was like, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, and she was like, you better go do something. And he, he did it. She's going to fuck somebody younger tell you now. Something. I said this on stage. I think half of it had to do with his wife and half of it had to do with the fact that Chris Rock was 60 pounds lighter than him. I mean, look at the parts they played. He was I Am Legend. Chris Rock was the cracker in New Jack City. Yeah. If... Instead of Chris Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was the host. A lot of people said that. Will Smith would have never got up. He would have laughed. His wife was like, you're not going to smack him? Bitch, it was a joke. Okay, you haven't had a ponytail in 12 years. He's not wrong. Go ahead, Rock. I'm sorry for the interruption. Go ahead, Dwayne. Yeah, go ahead, Dwayne. Do your thing. It would have been totally different. But I'm not going to stop being a fan of his. I grew up on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. You know what I mean? I grew up. I mean, I, have, I still have his cassette you from when he was Will Fresh Smith Prince. You come back? Yo, his, his career's not over. Here's the thing, man. He hasn't gotten like any movie roles or anything, right? That has a lot to do with cancel culture, man, which is ruining the entertainment business. Can you imagine? Goomba Johnny says it perfect. Cancel culture, you can cancel somebody and not even have a face. Meaning I could say something about you and cancel you and you don't even meet me. I have no proof. I have nothing. I just said you offended me and I have a chance to cancel you. I think it's cancel culture and I don't like it. I don't think anyone's perfect. Like Kevin Hart, he got shit. He was going to do the Oscars and he pulled, they, they pulled it from him because he said that if his son turned out gay, he was going to break a dollhouse over his head. That shit is funny. He don't really mean it. And it was like nine years ago. It's crazy that you gotta like really say, I didn't really Fuck mean that. Fuck that. Listen, if there was a microphone in my house and you heard the shit I said to my kids, I'd be, can I told my daughter the other day, I said, if you keep it up, I'm gonna get every American girl doll you have, I'm gonna pop their heads off and I'm gonna sacrifice them in the fire pit. She listened. You gotta threaten your kids and you gotta lie to them. Everyone's like, you lie to your kids? Yes, you can't raise kids without White lying. Lies. No, big full-blown lies. What's I told my daughter the reason why Elf on the Shelf didn't move in two days is because she's not listening to her parents, and when you don't listen to your parents, you slowly suck the Christmas spirit out of the elf, and an elf with no Christmas spirit is Mario Bosco. <laughs> I was not I'm sorry, Mario. On that note, is there anything else you want to say before we go? We, uh, have a, we officially have the longest episode in Growing Up. To everybody history. out there, the, the, the one thing I follow, and I hope everybody starts to follow it, is simple. Complain less, laugh more. Complain less, laugh more. That's it. Life's too short, man. And don't visit New Rochelle ever. New Rochelle. <laughs> Come to New Rochelle. <laughs> we have pastries. 